Hi everyone. Thanks for joining us for our fourth session in our mini podcast series aimed at providing insights that can lead to improving demand for childhood humanization. It's me again, Belle, and I'm joined by my two colleagues, Marcos. Hello. And Sunny. Hello. So what we've been speaking about and we mentioned in the previous um, podcast sessions are that um, a couple of things need to be in place for immunization and for the demand for immunization to be optimal. In the previous session, we spoke about how they need to fit into the the priorities, which is the values and beliefs um, of a community and of a family. And in this session, we're going to look a bit at the practicalities. So how practical and viable is it for families to complete immunization of their child? We did find that there were quite a few practical barriers to a child being fully immunized. Sunny, maybe you could start us off on some of the key ones that stood out to you. Uh, well, there's one that's consistent not only for early infant immunization, but also for some of the um, COVID vaccine work we've been doing across uh, sub-Saharan Africa, is that infrastructure challenges, you know, clinics being far away from people, people needing to take time away from work, and particularly if they're working in like the gig economy or what we call zero-hour contracts here in the UK, uh, can cause a lot of disruption. So we lose people who may already have bought into the argument and the reasons why they should vaccinate. But if they don't have transport, if transport is expensive, if maybe they have to travel um, a long distance and in some pretty severe weather conditions at times, it's just really, really difficult to practically take someone to be able to vaccinate as well. And we know that sometimes caregivers or mothers uh, have to ask family members for funds to be able to transport them. Uh, there are, household finances can be really tight. You've got people living uh, pretty uh, hand-to-mouth at times, and there's lots of these types of practical barriers that come in. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it makes sense when we say it, right? Um, and so that's about like the whole process of getting to the clinic in the first place, getting to the vaccination site. And Marcos, maybe you could speak a bit about what the actual clinic experiences are and how that might impact whether a child can be fully immunized. Sure. And um, yeah, the, the, the points that uh, Sunny was making is, as you were saying, Bell as well, is getting to the clinic, right? But also that the, the experience itself at the clinic is an issue. We have seen that it, it's not great and everything starts with uh, a long queue, um, at least two thirds in, in these uh, three countries. But going up to 85% of the caregivers complain about having long queues is the, the biggest challenge. And you already start with that challenge when you are at the clinic, right? But they also face other um, issues like rigid uh, vaccine shuttles. So you go to the clinic, but actually you have to come a different day because today was not a vaccination day. Um, then you might have... Uh, lack of vaccines at the clinic that day. Uh, they ran out of vaccines, which creates a bit of uh, uncertainty and also desperation in uh, to the uh, caregivers, right? Um, and related to this, the, the unpleasant experiences that they also have at the, at the clinic is connected to the uh, healthcare workers. And uh, caregivers told us that in, in many cases, they, they are rude or unfriendly and uh, sometimes even asking for, for money uh, to help, like, for example, people skipping queues, right, which we were saying that is, is a big issue. Um, this is a bit more prominent in, in a country like, like Uganda, um, 
because maybe the the first element we were covering in the previous uh, series, they believe is slightly less of an issue and feels like this element of the practicalities is, is more prominent, right? Um, but also um, we found that the, the element of um, lack of information, especially around the management of side effects is very crucial and creates a lot of, and could create potential issues later later on at, at home, right? Sonic, what, what do you think about that? Yeah, um, yeah, that is a big point, actually. I think a lot of the time is somebody, not just in this context, in any healthcare context or medicine context that we work in, if somebody hasn't been given full information about what side effects they might uh, face or feel, and that it comes and it's unexpected to them, it makes the whole experience of engaging um, with vaccination so much more negative, which could deter people from being able to come back because it's just complete unknowns, uncertainty, and lots of anxiety that's around it. I'm also really um, aware that when people don't know that this is going to happen and then it happens, it leaves a lot more rumors, uh, room for rumors to, to come about the harms of vaccines and, and, and mistrust to grow in general. Yeah, we saw that coming through both in the qualitative and the quantitative, actually. like the, I think that the the risk of harm from not for, um, informing people properly about side effects is much bigger than we than we probably understand. I think there's also like an in-home impact as well of, of the, the home environment and how you know, a crying and very and very upset baby has a, quite an impact on the home dynamics. Um, so I guess, like, what does this all mean is, is a key question. And, you know, when we've presented and discussed this kind of information, some of the key stuff that comes out is, you know, we need to train healthcare workers to be nicer and, and be human and be better. And I think, one, th these people are, are human and they are facing their own challenges. I think we need to do a bit more research in understanding their drivers, their motivations, what their challenges are. You know, we need to make sure that our healthcare workers are, I'm going to be frank, paid properly and on time. You know, you can't expect people to show up for other people when we aren't showing up for them. We're not taking care of them. Um, there is a question about how our, our systems and our infrastructures in the countries can make vaccination and the easier option, not the hard option. I think that's one of the things we spoke about as well. Um, I think that's it for today when we're speaking about the practicalities. Next time, I think we're going to talk about some of those people, kind of um, other people in the family, in the community who really play a role in decision making and can help or hinder the vaccination process. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you.